Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Heads Development Podcast. This is Adam, and today I am alone. There is only one head in today's podcast. Me, me and Lee have had a bit of change of schedule. Um, he's taken on a bit more work. I've taken on um, a bit more work too. And so we are in a bit of a situation of just trying to find out what times and days suit best for us to jump back on and keep this podcast running. So rather than leaving you guys with no podcast for this week, I said, whilst I had a bit of time today, I jump in and record something. Um, so may not be the full length of time, may not be the full hour, but it's something that I still think is worthwhile doing and a topic that I'm sure a lot of you guys will get some benefit from. Also, it's a it's a lesson as well, because I think we have this tendency, don't we, in life to create this expectation. And if we can't live up to the expectation, we just don't do anything at all. Like this podcast, for example, you know, I haven't got an hour now to spend here and record a podcast. And typically the, the first place your mind goes is, ah, you know, I'll just leave it this week, do nothing, we'll pick back up next week. And I see it all the time with clients too, um, in the gym or anything around weight loss, you know, maybe they're used to working out or training or going for a walk for half an hour a day and something pops up in their day, you know, some little inconvenience that throws things off a little bit and they may not have a full half an hour to dedicate to going to the gym or getting a walk in. And so they say, ah, I'll leave it for today. Whereas there's so many other possibilities that can, you can choose that will still provide some benefit. You know, like if, if your car is running out of gas and you've only got, let's say it costs 50 quid to fill up the tank and you only have a tenner in your pocket. You know, you don't just keep driving around and say, I've only got a tenner. There's no point in putting it in. You'll give what you've got. You'll do what you need to do. You'll give it the best you can. And that's the exact same approach I'm taking here today with the podcast. You know, I haven't got an hour to spend, but I've got 20 minutes. I can do 25 minutes. You know, I can do that. Similarly with exercise, you may not have half an hour or an hour to commit to going to the gym, going for a walk, or going for a run. Cool. Have you got 10? Have you got 15? Have you got 20 minutes? Because something is better than nothing, right? You don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to live up to this expectation that you've got in your mind of what needs to be done. That's part of life is things popping up, getting in the way, things change. It's dynamic. It's moving. It's always shifting. That's normal. Well, how do you respond in those moments is what matters. And so that's not the topic of today's podcast, but I think it's a nice point to start things off on. And a nice lesson too, you know, a nice lesson that I think we're all familiar with and aware of, but we can do with being reminded of things every now and again, right? We're all human. We forget. We get caught up in the big bad world that sometimes we forget how simple it can be and how life doesn't have to be so serious all the time, how things can change and shift, and that's okay. That's life. It's what you do with those shifts that really matters. So for today's episode of the podcast, there was there was one question that comes up quite a bit in different forms, not so much in the exact words I'm going to put it now, but in different situations, not just here with two heads, but even in you know day-to-day living or scrolling through social media, and just chatting with people, seeing how they conduct themselves and carry themselves, etc. 
And the big question, I suppose, is how do you make peace with the past? How do we accept the things that either we have done or have been done to us? And how do we use them going forward? And this this topic is fascinating. It's so fascinating. You have to think every single thing that's happened to you up until now in life has molded who you are right now in this exact moment. You know, so much stuff from childhood that we're probably not even aware of that has shaped so much of the fears, the beliefs, the assumptions, the, the things we do and believe and think about on a daily basis, all shaped for us, not even by us. And so I want to touch on a few different things. The most important thing, I suppose, to start this off is I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counsellor, and I don't have the answers to your specific problems or issues, because everyone's individual. Everyone's one, one different version of the same thing. Like We're all human, but we're all so different. It's not like when I mean, you're buying an iPhone, you know, you buy an iPhone 11 in two different shops, it's the same thing. It's not quite the same with human beings. We could be from the exact same place, grew up in the exact same house. You know, me and Lee, perfect example. Two people exposed to pretty much the exact same things in life, but two very different beings. And we have a lot of similarities, but I'm sure even just from listening to the podcasts or chatting to us on the street or following us on social media or anything, you'll know that there's differences in us. You know, the way we see the world is a little bit different. The way we think about things is a little bit different. The way we deal with things is a little bit different. It's not about better or worse, good or bad. It's just different. So that's an important thing to realize before, I suppose, we kick off into these things. Because when we're looking at the past and what's kind of happened to us or what we have done in the past, there's a a school of thought that basically pictures ourselves and who we are as like, imagine a piece of clay. Imagine playing with clay when you were a kid in school. And in order to get that clay to be the shape you want to be or want it to be, you have your little knife object thing and you start carving away at different parts. Say you're trying to shape a human and you start off with a big blob of clay. You know, you carve out the head, the shoulders, the midsection, the legs, the feet, etc. You know, you put in little details, you know, the abdomen, the muscles, the eyes, the ears, the mouth. Maybe, you, you know, it's, you know, it's a bit uneven side to side, so you shave a bit off the right shoulder and you're constantly just chipping away at it to get it to look like this perfect figure. That's kind of how who you are is shaped in a way. You know, you come into this world a blob of clay. You have some predispositions, let's say, to think certain things or behave in certain ways or have interest in certain areas, etc. And then the environment you're brought up within shapes those things. It gives life to some, it diminishes others and holds them down and represses them. And you come out some product at the end, who you are right now. And every ex every experience, everything you go through in life, it's like that knife on the clay. It shaves a bit off. It, it refines it, it. It carves out something. It tells you something to hold on to or something to let go of. Something to believe or something to repress. And through going through all of these experiences, 
you come out with the end like yourself <laughs> as you are now and a lot of the time when we're looking back on life there can be so many experiences we've gone through that that may not initially or even at the moment seem to be a big deal but really war or even things that right now you may feel if you spoke to somebody else about or you told someone else it, it may not sound like anything major you know it may not sound like something that was a big deal you might think oh you know there's people in, in the world who've had much worse problems than me growing up you know there's kids in africa who have to walk miles every day to grab water can't go to school or whatever else and you may think in comparison to their problems my problems weren't that big and so i'll just shut up and suck them up and not deal with them and you know push them under the carpet because i don't want to sound like the ungrateful attention seeker etc you know i'm sure we all have versions of that what's important to realize that you know trauma is an internal experience it's not so much what happens to you it's more a case of what happens within you as a result of the external and so it doesn't have to be some big massive event it could be something comparatively small scale it doesn't mean it doesn't have a big impact and a lasting impact sometimes a defining impact one of the big things that i believe is that every single person at some point in their life should seek some form of counseling or therapy or coaching every single person and to be honest i think the sooner you know obviously not as a kid <laughs> but the sooner into your adult life you do it the better because you imagine going through you know 30 40 50 60 years of conditioning years of having these things built up inside you and then what's worse is you don't deal with them you know you you may not even be aware of the impact that they have on you no you you may not even know how much of a hindrance they are to you in your life your relationships with other people and worst of all you end up passing that down to your children and they carry that burden they bring that with them and it's this never ending cycle you know you see it all the time even look at probably the previous generation to me you know so many relationships between children and parents where there was just no love you know there was love in the the spoken version but in the act particularly between fathers and sons you know a lot of alcoholism a lot of that generation of just you know work 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 etc and it shapes the next generation growing up afterwards and so on and so forth and there comes a point when we have to look at the past and how much of an impact that's had on shaping who we are and we have to look beyond that and accept personal responsibility for who we are now because by ignoring and neglecting your upbringing your past who who you were taught to be in a sense you're missing a big part of it but to stay stuck behind that and to let that rule the rest of your life that's on you so i hope by the end of this you'll at least you may not have any big insights or big realizations you may not necessarily feel any better about things but i just hope to open your eyes a little bit to some of the things that my eyes have been open to over the past couple of years so that you can begin your own unique individual journey to break in some of those chains that 
were put on you growing up so that you don't carry that weight and pass it on to the next generation or to the people you are in contact with now. I actually had a client just a couple of days ago who had this realization too. You know, she's a, a female from country down the country and she lives in a small village where everyone knows each other you know everyone knows who's who go out on a friday night to the bar everyone you know that's so-and-so's son or so-and-so's daughter etc etc one of those real nosy typical irish neighborhoods in in the country somewhere and she works in the local primary school she grew up in the local parish play for local teams blah 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 so you know very interconnected very known and I don't want to give away too much details, but she basically wanted to start a new venture, a new thing that was very different to the typical thing that was done in that area, but especially in relation to the image that they all held of who she was. Very different to, you know, the typical image of what everyone held in their minds of what this kind of girl would do, you know? And it's nothing <laughs> nothing too major or too out there, but she wanted to do something different. And she felt that she she could do something different. You know, like she was being pulled to do it. But that voice in the back of her head of what will what will everyone else think? You know? And it was interesting. She was even coming up with the judgments she was putting on herself that she knew or believed to know what everyone would say. You know, oh she's having notions. Who does she think she is? She's a pain in the ass. Would she ever stop? Would she ever grow up and get a real job? Would she cop on? Blah, blah, blah. All of those things. All of those things that we as humans are so conditioned to believe. To think about ourselves. And sometimes... Sometimes we get so stuck behind those things that we almost sacrifice ourselves just to fit in and just to become that person we think we need to be. We allow ourselves to get trapped inside these boxes that we don't even necessarily want to be stuck in. We're like chained to it. We can't break it. Or at least we, we think we can't. And we spend our whole lives trying to stay stuck within this little cage that keeps us unhappy and miserable. And what's it all for? And why do we do it? I was reading a book for a course that I'm doing, which is called The Four Agreements. Which is a cool, cool book, I'd recommend it. It's only quite short, quite easy to read, but has some really, really interesting messages. And it's from a tribe, a culture called the Toltecs. I'm not sure what generation they existed within, but they're an old kind of tribe from around South America. And it's got to do with the four agreements that these people lived by. They're called the Toltec Wisdoms. And the four of them were, be impeccable with your word, was number one. The second one was, don't make assumptions, which is an interesting one, because to think how much we we assume about other people about ourselves about the things that we think we know or think that we should know or the things that we think other people should and shouldn't do and we place those thoughts and those beliefs onto them oh even questioning them sometimes 
without even asking ourselves, do we believe in them? Do we believe they're the right things? Or do we actually just accept them and take them on because it's easy thing to do? It's what we think is the right thing to do. Without that question, we never really, never really ask ourselves that. The third agreement then is don't make assumptions. Or, I'm sorry, don't take anything personally. Because everything that happens to you is not necessarily about you. A lot of the time it's about the other person. You know, if they're passing a judgment or a criticism, it's not always about you. You know, I gave a really cool example in that as well of, you know, a mother and a daughter. And the daughter, young kid, just with the hairbrush in the mirror singing at the top of her lungs singing a song and she had a, a nice voice and her mother comes in after a long stressful day at work and she hears her daughter upstairs and she's like shut up be quiet blah blah and the daughter keeps singing and eventually the mother just loses it storms upstairs and says you have a horrible ugly voice just shut up singing and the daughter takes that on she believes it she believes she has a horrible ugly voice and she never sings again that whole situation had nothing got to do even with the daughter and the daughter's voice it was all about the mother and the state that she was in and what she was projecting onto that door the daughter could have been doing absolutely anything no matter what the daughter was doing or how good or bad her voice sounded she was going to get some form of criticism on it not because she was bad but because of the state mental state emotional state that the mother was in so not taking things personally is a, a great freedom. And the fourth agreement is to always do your best. And the interesting thing about that is your best changes. Your best is fluid and dynamic. What's best one day may not be best the next day. You know, one day your best might be getting up early, meditating, eating a great breakfast, doing some exercise, getting all your work done before three o'clock so you can spend the afternoon playing with the kids then relax in the evening with your partner have a glass of wine and chill out and then the next day your best might simply be getting up getting a shower and getting through the day without killing somebody now your best changes what's important is not the outcome the external events but the intention behind them are you doing the absolute best in this moment that you can be doing that's what matters so those are the four agreements I, I won't spend too much longer talking about them but it's an interesting book and an interesting concept so i recommend having a look at them but there's a, an opening section of the book that talks about the domestication of this of societies and how we are all domesticated by the societies that we grew up in and it happens from pretty much the moment you're born you're brought into a world of parents and teachers and relatives and leaders in society that all shape your idea of what a good and bad person is you know as soon as you're really able to start thinking for yourself you know walking talking wiping around ours doing normal human things you're put into school and in school you're taught you know what's right what's wrong what a good boy and a good girl does what a bad boy and a bad girl do we do the good things we get rewards you know you get a certificate you get told you're a good kid your mom and dad might buy you some sweets. People say nice things about you. And when you act outside this, 
confines of what's good or bad when you act in a, a negative way or what they believe to be a negative way you get punished you might get slapped ridiculed criticized all these horrible things and through that process of punishment and reward you get taught what a good person and a bad person do and that's where we get trapped in these boxes it's always so fascinating to to even just see the differences between different religions and different cultures you know in 50 years ago in ireland if you were gay if you were left-handed <laughs> if you were going to have an abortion or using contraception you were the devil no you were a sinner you were a bad person whilst the catholic church had tons of priests who were raping children who were looked up to be gods <laughs> if you compare that then with let's say muslim religion you know they don't drink alcohol or i think muslim men can have multiple wives you know all these things and it, it, where we're born we look at a husband and wife as being you know that's it monogamy is great whereas in a complete in a different religion it's the complete opposite you know you can have multiple people you're in love with and it's not just this one thing that's shared between a man and a woman and so it's interesting how we are raised the society or the environment we are raised within dictates what we believe then to be right or wrong good or bad and that's re reaffirmed to you it's taught to you over and over again up until the point where you know you become a man or a woman you're an adult and you kind of if you're not careful you just fall into living the rest of your life by that that's all you know that's all you accept and that's what helps you fit in it helps you get accepted it helps you keep your friends and you just grow up never really questioning those things and then you have kids and you pass those beliefs and those lessons on to them and they grow up a, almost just a, a refined version of you and you can kind of see that through generations, you know, where a kid, a son grows up to be kind of just like his father or a mother or a daughter grows up to be just like her mother. And it like just gets passed on and it's this continuous cycle and this continuous loop. So I know we started off with the question of how do you make peace with your past? And I just spent the past 20 odd minutes <laughs> talking about the past of in a general sense but i think that's the first step to making peace with it is to explore it a little bit see what was your past because a lot of times you know when we talk about our past we just say oh you know it was a good childhood my parents done whatever they could etc like i'm sure they did i'm sure they loved you i'm sure they done their absolute best but it doesn't mean it was good it doesn't mean you have to accept that that was the best it could have been you know, we're all humans, we all make mistakes, we all do things that are wrong and things that we don't mean. But it doesn't mean we have to accept them and just never try to be any better than that. So I think that's the first step to making peace with your past, is to explore it more. Tracy, what, what did your past shape you to be like? How has your upbringing and what happened to you in the past shaped the person you are now? What are the good aspects of it? What does it do for you in a positive sense on a daily basis? And then what are the negative aspects of it? Where does it let you down? Where's the void that's not filled? Where in your life do you wish could be better? Where do you not show up the way you'd like to show up? 
what do you see in other people or in other cultures that you admire that you respect that you wish you could embody in your own life that for some reason you're not able to that's the place to start and you may come across a lot of things from your past that you may not even have been aware of that have had a profound impact on how you behave or think or the things you believe right now in today's world so I'm going to wrap up this episode here like I said there's no quick fix there's no go and do this and it will all be better it's questions questions are the answers in a lot of cases that's where the process begins by questioning things by asking questions about who's the person you are today and why is it that you're that person why do you believe the things you believe why do you think the things you think why do you have an interest in the things that you do and why do you hate some of the things you do what are you afraid of what terrifies you what do you love what gives you energy what do you like to do and what do you dislike to do get curious about who you are because that's where the answers of making peace in your past lie not in a book or not in a podcast in yourself and obviously those things can help but just constantly looking to external sources to give you the answers that you need is the wrong way to do it you know it's like when someone says i'm just gonna lose weight and then i'll be happy it never happens they're attaching that emotion that feeling that freedom that happiness to some external event which really isn't where the problem lies it may be a symptom of that problem you can bet your ass that the reason they are overweight is because in some sense they are unhappy and they're looking for a void to fill but it doesn't mean by fixing that it's going to fix the hole within them so guys like i said when i kicked off this episode the only thing i want you to take from this episode is some thoughts some questions to ask yourself to begin that process of self question and self-discovery because that's where the magic really lies and it's a long process it takes time i mean how long have you been on planet earth how much molding and shaping and domesticating have you been subjected to up till now so it's going to take time to uncover that and to work through it but just because it takes time and it's somewhat difficult doesn't mean you shouldn't do it so have a great week we will be back tomorrow morning with our two heads development daily dose and until then take care of yourselves